Have you ever heard before getting married that you should keep the Bible between you? But what about after you get married? Is the Bible supposed to magically disappear or does it need to stay there in between you to make marriage work? Today we're talking about marriage, intimacy, and the best way to keep them both healthy and strong. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. Are you equipped for the real battle? In the spiritual, it's not just about your weaponry. It's about what you consume and who's calling the shots in your life. You are listening to the Pantry Podcast, Season 7, God Intentions, where we look at the way we live and ask, is this from God or do I just think this is good? Help us fuel 59 countries with spiritual nutrition. Donate on Patreon or thepantrypodcast.com. And now let's dig into the meal. Take game face con. <laughs> I am con. This is a serious episode, y'all. <laughs> like seriously, like for reals. I'm coming in different this week because it's different. It's serious. It's intentional. It's incredible. It's about keeping the Bible between you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the pantry, y'all. Man, it is awesome to be here. It's always awesome to be here because I know, I know, I know. I'm connected to y'all somewhere or another. I just feel yeah. it. I feel it's like, yeah, you know, I might be talking into a camera lens, but I'm like, y'all are there. Yeah. You're there. Or if you're listening to us, you're there. Yes. And I know you're there because, man, we have added more countries. Yes. And to include one more state, we had like three states, four states left. We had four states yeah. that had not heard us. And now Rhode Island has Woo. listened. Welcome and not Rhode just Island. once, but twice. So Whoa, someone come out on, there. Come on. Give it yes. up for Rhode Island. Yeah. So now if, yes. if you are in Wyoming, well, not you, because obviously if you're in there, <laughs> we'll you're solving our problem. But if you know anyone in Wyoming, South Dakota, or New Mexico. Share us. Share us. Share us. And, and we added three more countries. Yeah. Laos, Bahamas. And there was one more. And I'll shout them out next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll shout out to this week. Laos, come on. What's up? Welcome to the pantry. Welcome to the pantry. Serving up some spiritual nutrition. But tonight we're going to talk about keeping the Bible between you. In mariage. Now, for our Christian brothers and sisters, this would be a common term that you would hear. Yeah. You need to keep the Bible between you before you get married. Yeah, like uh, like a force field <laughs> or a force shield. I don't know. I heard both, and I don't know which one's actually like the real one. Uh, but anyway, it could work both ways. <laughs> see, we, we 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 sat there. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know what? That's easy. No worries. But they never say that you should keep it there after you get married. <laughs> I know they're like, and now toss, and it's like, oops, that's uh, like the key to well, life. And we so. just added something else that's really special to their relationship. Yes. So this week we are going to be talking about marriage and, of course, the topic of the sex. So if you listen with your kids, discernment. Um, But you know us. We don't 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 get crazy and weird. But you know what I mean. Um, Well, I mean. (laughs) On the podcast, I guess. But I, I am out of control sometimes. I, I feel like this I episode, like the reason this episode has taken so long to occur is because you're out of control. I think that that's it. I know. I was trying to dial this in and I'm like, okay, so in our relationship, hmm, <laughs> what, what are three things that that really spark the fire? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so I, 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 we kind of thought about this and I came up, or we came up with actually. You we did. Oh, okay. I, well, I wasn't sure. Sometimes I forget what I come up with. I'm just like, well, we did. It's I wrote easier. it down. Because honestly, we're one, right? Come on now. Therefore, a yeah. man shall leave his father and his mother, hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one. That's like, woo. The, 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 y'all, anyway. <laughs> See? <laughs> I got to control it. See, just a bit. you get giddy on this topic. I mean, if marriage is a great she topic. Cute, y'all. She cute. We don't, I mean, we have had one episode 
We are nearing 100 episodes, y'all, and we will do something special for that. But we're nearing 100 episodes and we have had one episode on marriage because I feel like they've all been a little taste of marriage because we're married. So, I mean. Wait, we haven't crossed 100 yet? No. Oh, Snapples. Yeah, but we're about to. Oh, my gosh. I believe this is the 90th episode. Ooh. So we are 10 episodes away. Yeah. So I think I think we try to keep it real for our single friends out there too. It's like you know, yeah. Don't don't pound people too much with all the marriage stuff. Granted, we could have a niche there. I'm pretty sure we could just have a marriage show because (laughs) I feel like there's so many, (laughs) so much grace, and there's so many shows and topics where the niche is marriage. But to segue into just the overarching theme of this episode, God intentions in a marriage look like living your whole life intentionally. Aiming for the mm, Lord. Right. Um, because right. I was sitting, I was like, okay, what are we actually going to, what am I actually going to contribute to this conversation? Um, because marriage, just saying we're going to talk about marriage today. I mean, that's kind of broad. And that's what we did last time. We talked, we reflected on our marriage yeah. four years in, you know, I mean, I, I liked that episode a lot, but I was like, okay, well, how can we not just be like marriage? Spice it up. Spice it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm a SEO, social media, graphic design kind of person, and I, I work with busy Christian creatives. Um, but so I decided I have some, some plugins and stuff on my computer that help me do SEO research, which is search engine optimization research. And I was like, what are other Christians looking up when it comes to marriage? And I just chose some of the most common search terms you could think of. And it was interesting because just some stats, right? You can't really make heads or tails, but it does show you something like some undercurrents here. Should, should we give my three points first? <laughs> Welcome to marriage. I mean... Since I brought it up and started going, started going down that hole, I'm like, uh, okay. three points. We're going to talk about spirituality, intellectual, right? Yeah. In- how do you say that? Intu- intellectually and physically. Yes. Three things that we feel actually help our marriage. Right, yeah. right. That's true. Right. Um, sorry. Oh, no, we're good. We're good. I was so excited and then my brain just went... But it is exciting. It is. Yeah. But I think if we if we solidify those up front, hey, these are three important aspects to a marriage. Yes. Especially when you're talking about what we want to talk about or what we're talking about. When it's complete packaged. Yes. Where, you know, motherhood comes in, fatherhood comes in, duh, 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 all comes in yeah. and you're still staying spicy in the bedroom. Right. Right. Which, again, perfect. High five. <laughs> um, segues back to what I was about to say so that, bless y'all, so that y'all don't get confused because we could be here all day just bouncing Ooh. around. We, we would survive. But, um... Men prefer to search or women searching what their husband should be, which is a lesson in itself, right? Um, but the more popular search term is godly husband, not Christian husband. So mm. how to be a godly mm. husband has more searches than how to be a Christian husband, which I think is kind of cool because godly suggests a much more relationship-based thing and less like what we, we talked about um, two weeks ago in counterculture, the culture, the Christian culture, right? right? right so right. I appreciate that and I can see where that's going. But what was interesting is... How to be a good Christian wife in bed got three times the amount of searches as how to be a good Christian wife. Mm. And what you just said, those yeah. three categories, I mean, at least in our marriage, yeah. those three categories make the bedroom kind of a, not a no brainer because there's a whole, like there's intimacy there, right? But it's like, it's a natural progression because of the three pillars that right. you stated. Right. And that's how you have the God intention. So pass it. No, I, I, I like that though. I mean, who who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? No, but I, I do believe that the, the God intention is being a godly man. You know, I, I think she said this a couple of days. She goes, she goes, oh honey, you're so hot. And I, and, and I look at it, I'll be real, y'all. I'm like, I'm, I'm a man. Just a man. I'm just a man. <laughs> I, I'm just a man. I, and, and really, I think that that isn't a bad attitude. Right. Um, because when I think of manhood, when I think of men, yeah. um, when I think of who we 
portray ourselves to be or who God says we should be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those differ a little bit. Sometimes we're a little bit held back. Sometimes we kind of like hold everything close. We're, you know, we don't let our emotions get out there, which is fine. I mean, I get it. We're, we are the spiritual headship. Sometimes you got to reel in how you feel and, and really just be a servant in, in the house and accept what's going on around you. And so when we think of the spirituality of it, when we think of spiritual, um, we have to have this connection to God. See, if I don't understand the relationship that I have with Christ, because I got to remember I'm a bride. And I've said this yeah. several times throughout yeah. like our whole shows. Part of right, of right. I have to then understand the roles. Yeah. And there's roles in this. You know, I am the, the spiritual leader of the house. And therefore, there is a huge responsibility on me. Now, for my wife to love me, men, that means, look, what were the three topics? Spiritually, intellectually, physically. That means I'm available mm -hmm. in all aspects and levels in the spiritual side of things you know you think of the fruits of the spirit of course that's yeah. go to go to love joy we that in our oh nice yeah. nice love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness hello you want to get in the sack there you go that gentleness is and self-control yes okay i'm sorry Gentle. it's okay no because kalia has taught them to me i must say all of them every time sorry <laughs> did I, did I, oh i didn't catch them all oh yeah gentleness and self, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. gentleness yes. and self look at that see ah! one one y'all it is one that <laughs> When you start to do these things, right? Yeah. When you start to do, you understand the one. You understand the separation from the world, which would be your mother, father, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then stepping into this relationship of one, this godly relationship. Mm -hmm. And that drives us forward into being able, because now we've put ourselves in check. Yeah. The quickest way to get, again, to the bedroom yeah. is you got to learn that you can be put in check. Yes. I think that that's huge because we both have, and I've heard this recently from someone that has kind of stepped in to some, like the, the fledgings of like a mentorship role who, who was talking about how the, like if you have and I'm always weird about using the word trauma because of how often it's used. Right. But when you do have trauma in your childhood, it can cause control issues. And we both have those kinds of things in our backgrounds. And so control plus I'm an only child, y'all. And that kind <laughs> of has its own non trauma induced control issues. But <laughs> But, you know, so you come in and you've got control issues and you have your own guards up. Everybody has their own defense mechanisms. You may or may not be well enough rooted in Christ to have been practicing humility. Maybe not. But regardless, you're coming in. And one of the most valuable things you can do is allow those verses about iron sharpening iron and the wise accept correction. Um, just hit home because this is an opportunity. God loves to have, I'm going to say microcosms. It's a fancy word, but it's just like, you know, smaller Your representations. <laughs> I'm the big word person. <laughs> um, but microcosms, like small representations, you know, smaller scale representations of the big picture. Mm. And God loves to do that all over. I'm one of those people who loves to notice those things in gardening, in the way nature works, in the way sy biblical systems work, like how he sets up the church, how he sets up marriage. He loves to give us opportunities opportunities to walk a little in his shoes, mm. like in parent parenting and being the head of a house right. and things like that. And also to walk in the shoes of his child with more understanding of what that means. And as a wife, being able to accept correction from my husband is practice for accepting it from the Lord and vice versa. The more I can accept correction from the Lord, the more I can accept it from my husband. The more I accept it from my husband and always test it against the word of God, the more I can accept it from God. And then the more I can accept it from everyone else. And that's something that's just so valuable. And it's something that is not necessarily natural to the vast majority of people. First, that was hot. <laughs> Big words, y'all. Big words. No, but wait, did you say you test me? Of course. And I'm okay with it. Right. I think, oh, yes. Whoa. I yeah. mean, come on. That's yeah. that's big too. Like, 
I think the quicker you get from selfish to selfless, mm. the better your relationship is going to be. Now, granted, look, we still go through that. Man. I can be the most selfish dude in the world sometimes. Mm-hmm. Me, 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 me. My favorite me. Anyways. But like, I, I know that when my mind is set in the flesh, mm-hmm. man, what's about to say? It's death. Right. I mean, it's straight up dead. Ain't nobody want, yeah, never mind. That's a whole other subject. But ain't nobody want nothing dead. That's all I'm going to say. Ain't nobody <laughs> want, and if you do, stop. Stop right there. Anyways. Done. Done. But <laughs> remember, self-control. Yes. The jokes and odd things to be said could just go. But, but, you know, but, you know, I think that, like, when we set our minds on the spiritual life, mm-hmm. man, right there, there's life. Mm-hmm. There's peace. Um, there's joy. Depression, anger, the plethora of, of emotion, mm-hmm. negative side of things will not drive you in the bedroom. Right. Now, let's 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 think about that. They can lead to the bedroom, but the satisfaction level will leave you chasing things. Yeah. It'll leave you looking for more, it'll leave you unsatisfied. It'll, it'll just be a temporary instead of something that is just something that's beautiful, like, you know, Song Solomon. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't bring up a lot of verses in Song Solomon. I was like, I better stay away from that. Yeah, you know me. I no, nah, I start giggling like a 12-year-old. But <laughs> but uh you know when you what you when you when you have that relationship though. Mm-hmm. It just it adds. It's it's like spicing up the marriage. Yeah. Because it's not you. Yeah. It's it's them. And I think that's hard, right? Isn't that hard sometimes? <laughs> like it's just like that focus, like, okay, I gotta step back and just it's Michelle. I have to serve Michelle. Yeah. It is hard because we are so trained at, like in our flesh and also the culture we're in did nothing to help us be any less self ish. Mm. Um there's cultures who put a lot of emphasis on the collective and that kind of counters the flesh. But without Christ, that can then just cause repression that just Mm. eats you from the inside out. In our culture, we indulge that flesh when it comes to the selfishness. And we've had a great episode called Self Love with with Ashley and Donovan. That was awesome. And we'll link that in the show notes. But the more we focus on what do I need? What do I want? What do I... It's a trap. It just Mm. becomes a trap because... Often it's tempting because, you know, the enemy or your flesh will say, well, they're not doing it for you. You're going to have to do it for yourself. And I get that. But at the same time, God promises us. And this is still a place that I I have not delved deep into, like, really what it means to be a woman biblically. I'm just so focused on building my relationship with Christ mm. that I feel like that is enough that I will become a woman that reflects that biblical aspect, right? But there are verses specifically for women that I have yet to really sit on. But because of this episode, I was I was looking right. at that. No matter how tough a cell your husband may be, it says, then even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. Mm. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. And I think that it has so much power, not because you're doing this to spite them, but because you're doing this despite them mm. in the sense of like, they have done nothing to earn the fruits of the spirit, but we have done nothing to earn God's love before he loved us. Mm. And as a woman, we have a lot of unique opportunities, as do men, as do children. Like every role we've been given has unique opportunities. And it isn't to say that they're better or worse. And it's not our job to draw in diagrams about them. But as a woman, we have a unique opportunity to say, I'm going to intentionally not focus on myself and and see God's promises in action. If you don't have the most godly husband, if you think that your husband is so far behind you spiritually, he's not qualified to lead the house. Well, God didn't say he had to be. He just said he leads the house. And as much as that just wants to make you punch pillows and rip them open, hey, go ahead, right? Buy, buy a spare and just rip it open if, they're, if you're that mad about it. But take it to God because it is so important 
to do what God says, even if it makes no sense, even if it makes you mad, even because there's so much fruit and promise and opportunity on the other side. And if we insist on doing it our way because someone hasn't deserved it or earned it yet, then man, it's just you're going to end up doing one of those things where you're trying to like in the cartoons, like they're punching and it comes right back around, punches themselves in the face because it's just that's what happens. And it happens to me every time. I decide that that really witty, mean thing that I've got to say to you to let you know how I'm feeling right now, every time I think it's so worth saying, it never makes me feel better. It always adds more work to my plate because now I have to deal with the mess I just made. And I think that's one of the reasons why you didn't include emotion on that list of three things. Yeah. Because it's... They're intertwined. Yes, it comes with all three. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we put enough emphasis on emotions. And if we put more emphasis on the spiritual... God works on the emotions. Right. If we're willing to engage intellectually, mm. emotions come. Right. Physically, emotion like emotions, right. like you said, right. intertwine. That intellectually, right there. Yeah. Like, okay, you guys have listened to the show, or if you haven't listened to the show, go back and listen to the show. Uh, listening, you know. Now, the, the closest one I came on this on, on intellectually, right? It would be James one nineteen. I mean, come on, know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Um, it, y'all, I know, I know. Look, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna say this. She probably knows this already, but uh, I don't catch everything she says all the time, but I listen. <laughs> I will sit there and yes. listen and let her talk. That is a natural thing that women have over men. Women, and it was proven. I think there's some scientific studies on this, too, that women have more words in a day than a man does. They've measured it. It's yeah. like overwhelming. It's like a major. More. It's a measurement. But like at the same time, what are we talking about? Right. What are we talking about? Like, I can sit there and listen to some of the stuff she says, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> And probably vice versa. And then some of the things I'm just like, just like that. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. And I'm like, okay, honey. <laughs> and, and I did catch it. I mean, look, I do listen, but, but yes, like, you do. but it's like, sometimes it's, should I say it like this? Entertaining? Is that too, or is that just too superficial? That might, like, 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 I'm in, I feel like, like people I'm, might take it that way. I get what you mean. I'm entertaining. But. I'm in, like, not entertaining her, like, like, in a negative way, but I'm like, okay, speak. Yeah. You have a voice. You're inviting. Yeah, I mean, very good. I like that. Inviting. 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 You know, yeah. like, okay, that's fine. Because sometimes women like to work things out, f- f- uh, like, verbally. <laughs> I'm guilty of doing that to our listeners. <laughs> I love y'all. And uh, edit sometimes. She's going to be go through. I mean, I had, like, but anyways, but no, intellectually. I, I, and yeah, I love her mind. Um, I've learned and grown to appreciate how she thinks. Sometimes I, it drives me nuts. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Right. And I'm like, poor girl. <laughs> Poor girl, this is going through her mind, and, and, and she 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 can sit there and say that she can handle it. But sometimes I can. Sometimes, sometimes I can. can't. Right, right, right. right? And, and sometimes I can, sometimes and sometimes I can. can't. But that's my own mind too. So it's like have that mutual respect for one another, and just say, okay, well, she's working through something. That's that love. It's that patience. It's that peace. Yeah. And intellectually, it's amazing the conversation, especially when you bring biblical truth into things. Yes. When you start to have the word of God inside of you, and you start having like like okay, something comes up. I bring it up. She brings it up. If it's driving down the right road, mm-hmm. then we can add to it and be like, man, isn't it cool how the spirit works through that and how God's working and manifesting and showing and, and moving forward and, and defeating and overcoming and man, all these cool things. Or we can be like, ah, that's the wrong thought, y'all. Yeah. We need to adjust. Yeah. We need to adjust fire because anything that you bring in that's unhealthy mm-hmm. affects this. And, yes. and I'm pointing between us yes. because unhealthiness is like a festering blister. I mean, yes. it's just, and it's just like, oh man, it's just nasty. I've had a blister na- right. on a blister before Ugh. where it's like one was healing, but I refused yeah. to stop wearing the bad pair of shoes. And so another blister, it, like the blister went deeper and I had like, and it, and it was just like, it was terrible. 
And if I had just changed out the shoe, and that doesn't mean change spouses, y'all. It means change the method, right? I'm not, I am not <laughs> giving the permission yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to tap out. But but it is, you're so right. I think that on an intimate level, when I think, I, we don't keep any kind of log or anything, but I truly think that the, when we are going through really hard times, trying to dig into the word, when I'm struggling to dig into the mm. word, um, when I'm struggling spiritually, the last thing I want to do is be intimate with my husband physically. Will I want to talk his head off sometimes? Yes. Will I not want to hear him talk because my mind's already so busy and troubled? Yeah. None of that is fruitful in the bedroom. Um, and I think if we all mutually prepare for those times, right, then that's going to help you because then the expectations aren't unrealistic. But at the same time, what heals that? Mm. What fixes that? It's been talking about God. When you, when you have a common purpose, you get closer. What does the Bible do? It gives you a common purpose. Right. It gives you a common enemy. It gives you common goals, common truths, common sources of joy, right. common advice. And then when you start to speaking on it, you're speaking on, I'll even say safe topics because the Bible is safe in that right. sense. Even though it might make you uncomfortable and put you in some crazy situations, eternally, it's the safe book for a believer. It's like, there, it's a harbor, a safe harbor. And so when you're, when you're using the Bible to grow closer, then it's like, yeah, the, like in the, in the premarital sense, it's like, okay, it's literally a book between y'all reminding you don't do that. Right. But I think that like with a couple keeping the Bible between you, it's like, it, it's almost becoming a part of you. And that it's like, it, every time we get more, when I spend more time in the word and all of this stuff, and you're spending more time in the word, we're more intimate on every level. Mm. We work better. We right. communicate better. When we, when we offend one another, we bounce back faster. We might not even, I might be like, man, I shouldn't have said that, but he's not even acting like it was a problem. He's already let it be. Um, which isn't always the case. And it's, it's because we're being reminded of what matters. Mm, mm. And it's like everything just flows better with all the double entendre and, involved. And, <laughs> and you know what? And look, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I mean, that's it. The yeah. Bible. Check it. Oh, wow. I came with old school back. That's that back in the day. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm sitting here thinking too, you know, and I'm, and my, and I'm going, my, my, my mind goes the same, y'all. But, um, and I'm thinking about like, Different things that distract. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say this because I really believe this. Say it. Without the word of God, y'all ain't going to have a life. The Bible says that. Right. I mean, I, I'm just coming straight. <laughs> Without the word of God. So if I, if I, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like, keep the Bible. How awesome is that? That is actually like bomb advice. Right. That is bomb that advice. Bomb advice. May, 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 maybe they know that. And they're like, Y'all need to figure out that it carries on past the marriage. <laughs> right? Like I kind of beat them up at the beginning, right? And those are nothing else. But maybe in reality, they're like, that's what works. Yeah. That's what works. That's what makes everything from, from, from the conversations to the actions to the bedroom beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, where it says, where, where you can sit there like, like Solomon says, come and partake of this flower. Is that what it is? Come partake of this fruit. What is, what is garden. it? Garden. Garden. It's a garden. It's a garden. Michelle's a garden. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and there's a willingness of her to allow me in, mm-hmm. and there's a desire for me to be in her garden. Yeah, we went to a marriage seminar where they yeah. touched on this analogy, and our minds just went like poof because I was like, "Yes, I am a garden. What does a garden need? It needs tending to." Right. And how will? And yes, you could be like, "Well, God tends my garden." Yes, Amen. As He should, <laughs> as He should. Our first husband 
is the Lord. Even if you married your husband 20 years ago and you just found Christ, your first husband is the Lord. But like I said at the beginning, he likes to use things to reveal himself. And our marriage is one of those things. So in this analogy, yes, God's the ultimate gardener. And the ideal is your spouse, Mm -hmm. the farmer, is being trained at ag- agricultural college, which is Christ, Ooh, right? Okay, come on. so humor me, right? So I've established college. that God is the end no. all be all. So now let's go back down to us. He is the gardener, and I am the garden. Can I grow without Him? Yes, that's what the sun, water, and soil are for. Who helps tend it? Who helps weed it? Who goes walks through it every day to make sure it's fine? Who, if there's a pest, roots it out? Right? Again, yes, God. But your spouse, a spiritual husband, is called to do those things. So, yes, I'm calling out the husbands. But I'm I'm really about calling out the wives. A complete unbeliever. <laughs> her name's Anai Nin. I think I said it right. She don't believe in the Lord, to my knowledge. But she she has one of the most powerful little things that I love before I came to Christ. All I remember now is uh, I'm looking for a man that has the courage to treat me as a woman. And I have the courage to treat you as a woman and call out your stuff knowing you're mature enough to handle the fact that I'm calling it out without calling out a man's stuff at the same time. Right. I, like, I get it, right? But I don't have to call out every cancer if I want to focus on breast cancer today. I'm not going to call out men if I'm talking to women. And I think it's important for us to know that like this garden that we have mm-hmm. is for one man. And if you've been with many and now you only have one, there's things that you might have to wrestle with. And God is faithful to see oh, you through that. Faithful. He's so faithful. And it might cause a whole new level of tension with your husband. And I respect that and would gladly join you in prayer for that. But it's so important to see us, right? Like you're like, okay, I am a garden that one eats from, right? Like, and you can giggle at that, but I mean like just a, an, on an intimacy level, like the intimate food is the union with me, mm. right? And so one. there's a temptation to go into other gardens, to grab some fast food, to eat out, right? right? But if someone's garden is so amazing and nurturing and safe and welcoming and available, not guarded by 67 gates and 20 password combinations, he has to know exactly what to do to even gain access to the fence, then that's gone. And I'm not saying you only do that um, to keep him from cheating because I'm not just talking about cheating here. I'm talking about we, me, my whole self, not just my goodies, but my goodies in my head, my goodies in my heart, you know, me, keeping him from being tempted by the world's distractions, an unfruitful video game that eats up all his time and energy, an emotional affair with anybody, you know, an unfruitful practice of any of that. I have this special opportunity to be that oasis, that garden. But that doesn't just mean I have all the weight. I acknowledge he has a responsibility and a weight too. And that's what this is amazing. It's like we have this opportunity and we're letting the world define it so often. The good intentions of the world that say this is okay or this or, or make this demand or make that demand. And when we focus on how does God say to be a good gardener? How are we to be a good blessing? And, 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 and focus in there. The rest follows. The intimacy on all levels follows. Mm. That's a lot to unpack. I do that. I'm sorry, man. But, but it's I'm, good. I'm passionate. It's, it's man. good. She is. She is passionate, y'all. Half the time, I gotta drag her from from uh, correcting women. Um, I'm so bad. But 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 at the same time, I think that we 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 if we are not uplifted, man, as that position that God has put in place since creation, then 
it all falls apart. How do I tend a garden? Like, like okay, gardening out, honestly, if you study enough, study enough, mm-hmm. right? We, we, study the, we study how to take care of. We study how to, to be a God-centered person. And then as far as the garden is concerned, it's dirt, it's soil, it's what you plant. Look, you plant the wrong seeds in the wrong atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I got a banana tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a banana tree, y'all. It is the coolest thing ever, but it never produces any bananas. I took a banana tree because I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, this is neat. And every winter, because we're in the wrong climate. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't kill it every year, but it doesn't produce. It's still there. My wife is there. If I, if I, if I treat it with the wrong atmosphere and I, and I don't give it the right, the right environment, mm-hmm. it doesn't produce. Oof. And so every year when the winter comes, I have to go out there. And this thing's like 12 feet high now. Yeah. Or more, maybe. And there's four or five. And there's of four or five of them now because they just they grow. They, they y'all, I want to greenhouse them things. <laughs> grow I know. But it was long story short. It's like I have to go out and cut them every year. Put you know the um, wood chips over the top of them to protect them, and then it starts all over again. I don't want to live my life with my wife starting from scratch every time. Mm-hmm. So I am going to study the Word of God. I am going to respect. Her for the position that she's been given by the Lord, my position the Lord has given me. I am going to live in those positions. I am going to take on that. Honestly, y'all, spiritual leadership for a man is just as tough when you do it biblically. Mm-hmm. It's a tough game, y'all, because you can't just go half cocked at everything. <laughs> you just can't do it. It's like you got to reel it in, be like, whoa, spirit, I'm trying to hear you right now. Yeah. And, 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 but let me tell you, as you do it more, as you build it more, the physical, aspect that every dude's looking for mm-hmm. becomes more fluid yeah um hardest verse because <laughs> there's a lot of, but 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 and here it is y'all ready <laughs> here we go first corinthians 7 you know where i'm going y'all Ooh. the husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights and likewise the wife to her husband for the wife does not have authority over her own body but the husband does but but Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. But, but let me tell y'all something on that one. <laughs> Men generally are okay with that position. They're like, hey. Like, hey and the what up? Like, uh. <laughs> right, right. But do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time. See, that gives them that, that spiritual necessity to, to dig deeper in prayer, because it says mm-hmm. that next. Yeah. To, to go to the spirit, try to work through the Jesus healing side of things. Yeah. Um, and then devote yourself, it says devote yourself to prayer. But, there's a button here. But, then come together again. It's kind of like what, this is like what Michelle was saying earlier. So Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Mm-hmm. I've heard people butt that one to death. But, yes. but, but, no, that's it. That's not victim blaming, no, victim shaming, no. sexual pressuring, no. Because again, I think, the tempt- I think we always go to sexual temptation and cheating. But look at all the things when we, of sin that come mm. about when you're dissatisfied right. in your marriage right. for those who are married, right? Like when you're dissatisfied in your marriage, there's all these coping mechanisms and bad practices and things like substitute things that come in. It's not just sexual stumbling. It's stumbling because you live with this person. Mm. This person is supposed to be in a role that can't be perfect, but is supposed to be something that hones you, encourages you, builds you up, collaborates with you, Mm. protects you 
in in different ways. And it's I'm not even just speaking of the husband. I'm speaking like it's funny. The the word says that women are supposed to, you know, respect or honor or submit their husband and husbands are supposed to love their wives. But when you define if you were to write like honor and like respect on one column and love on the other column and start defining all the ways those look, they would look the same. They would look the same. And I think that the words are different because of the way men and women think and how one might be more foreign feeling to one or the other. But I think that when I, like the more I dig into Christ, the more I cling to him with desperation, the more I see that those are just synonyms for one another. And that when we are aiming to be more like him, we're doing these things for one another. They might manifest differently. Like I'm not trying to be the head of the house. Every once in a while I try to like my, my spirit like rears up and tries to, you know, take over for a second. But mm. that's fo- that feels foreign to me now. It doesn't feel like second nature anymore. Um, but but it's important to, to see that we are just trying to love one another like right. Christ more and right. more so he can reveal himself more and more, hone us more and more, build us more and more, you know, use us more and more, all these things over and over again. But um, but I think that's important to note. It's not just like, oh, so if I don't sleep with him, he going to cheat on me. Well, he should just not be a cheater. And I'm like, that's the wrong heart posture. I mean, trust, we shouldn't be cheating. Right, but, like, amen. But, you said nothing wrong, but the posture was wrong. Yeah, the posture is wrong. The, the, the solution to the posture is wrong. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're self-seeking, not not God-seeking. Yeah. Um, and if you don't believe that, I just looked up stats. I like, you know, yeah. I, I try to stay away from stats because people will shoot those holes in those things 10 ways a Sunday. But I don't think people would disagree with me too much on this. Yeah. Between 30 to 45% of Americans cheat. Mm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. That is Satan infiltrating the fabric of marriage. Yeah. And, and so when we think about that, we're, we're coming at you kind of real and kind of funny all at the same time. But I think real and funny go together because mm-hmm. God is real. <laughs> and boy, he has a funny sense of humor. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I, I want, if we were to take something out of this whole episode, right? Yeah. I think it's like we have to be one. But like not in the worldly sense of one. Like, oh, yeah, we have a house together, a kid together, bills. Those are overwhelming ones. <laughs> Seriously. But where does the peace that passes understanding come from? comes from God. Where does joy come from? God. Where do these fruits of the spirit come from? God. I want to have the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, and the self-control and gentleness. gentleness. Because that, that is where our relationship thrives. Yeah. One of the best things that could have ever happened to us was this podcast. Mm-hmm. And coming together in the, and like iron sharpens irons in these things, y'all. I'm telling you, it's like this thought. <laughs> but, but, but to sit down in front of microphones or on the side or and constantly bringing the word of God into our lives, into our child's life, into our home. Then the home, the child, the wife looks and feels and is more unified. Yeah. And watch this. Here's another one. You ain't one with your kid. Just letting y'all know. We could side note that on a whole nother episode, but you ain't one with your kid. She matters. And I'm going to say it for me. I matter. Kalia is just an addition to our oneness. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, she's like, She's, she's, <laughs> she's one an of outside the closest yeah, she, yeah, onlookers. Yeah, she's the closest onlooker. And our marriage builds her up in a priceless way. Right. God uses it. But she can't take front seat. Yeah, she can't take front. She, she, she can't be our life. Christ needs to be our life. We can't even, right. I don't even allow yeah. myself to say it that way because even saying it that way can change the way you right. see it. So, hey, look, spiritually, mm-hmm. intellectually, mm-hmm. leads to physically. Mm-hmm. And watch, I'm going to add in a little leave out. The electronically <laughs> put that junk down i want to yes, say something yes, put it yes. down put it down right, we're guilty 
Yeah. But put it down. Because honestly, <laughs> the phone don't need to be between you. You always see this on video. Hey, you can't make love to your wife like this. No. <laughs> While you're on your phone, it just don't work. No. And you don't, and nothing, phones don't lead up to it. And if you're looking at something that you think leads up to it on your phone, hey, that ain't working. You need to put that point away. But anyways, they don't lead up. Electronic does not lead up. Yeah. This togetherness, being one and just sitting together, talking together, experiencing life together, overcoming together, <laughs> that that when you put God in the middle of it spices up the bedroom amen 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 so if you have any thoughts or feedback hit us up at thepantrypodcast.com you can also get links to all the episodes that we shouted out in this one and we would always appreciate you leaving us a review and sharing us with a friend so until next time bye bye